You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Sarah Sherman. Sarah told the story of a plan she hatched to get Chris Pontius of Jackass fame to punch her in the boob, which ended up sending her to the hospital. This week I talked to Tessa Orzek. Tessa is a Chicago comic, and she told me about when she was 19 and got wasted at a water park. Here's Tessa Orzek. Okay, so um, when I was, this story takes place when I was 19 years old, um, which was 11 years ago. <laughs> 11 years ago. Uh, and I lived in Ohio, and um, I was dating like one of my first like serious boyfriends. This was our third date where I made like a very good impression. So, um, okay, so he asked me on our third date, he asked me if I wanted to go to um, an indoor water park in Ohio, in Sandusky, Ohio called Kalahari, which is like an African safari themed indoor water park. Wait, question, you were 19, how old was he? He was like 20. Oh, okay. He was like my basic. We were both underage. I was worried he was like 40. <laughs> no, no, no. He was young. Okay, keep going. Um, so I don't he, know why I jumped to that. <laughs> that's okay. I mean, that's okay. He was my age, but he was like really stupid. Um, he still probably is. I doubt he got any smarter. So he like had this like big group of friends. They were like all into just like partying and fucking around and whatever. So he invited me to Kalahari for our third date. And he was kind of just like, do you want to get fucked up and go on water slides? And I was like, Sure. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. That sounds fun to me right but, now. Yeah, totally. But and backstory... Quote-unquote. <laughs> totally. Backstory on me is that I really never learned how to swim. Um, when I was little, like, my mom and dad did not send my sister and I to swim classes, and I think it was because um, my aunt had, like, a pond in her backyard, so they would just, like, throw us in the pond and be like, well, they're going <laughs> to literally sink or swim. So, like, I wore floaties until I was 12, and then I, after that I was just like, yeah, I'm fine on land. Like, I don't need this. Um, so I never liked swimming and I never really went swimming. I can now like figure it out. Like I'm fine. I'm not going to drown, but I'm not a great swimmer. So when he asked me that, I was not a great swimmer. So I was like, okay, sure. Yeah. Like, let's do it. I want to like impress him. So they said they're going to party. They said they're going to go on water slides and it was supposed to be like 20 people going up. So he picks me up to go and he's already got two friends in the backseat and they're like drinking vodka Gatorades in the backseat. Yeah. Like (laughs) already partying. It's like 5 PM. I'm like, okay. All right, cool. So we're driving on the turnpike and I was kind of like scared that he was going to drink like while he was driving. And this is like still my, you know, kind of like goody goody stage. So I'm like, oh my God, like he's going to get really fucked up and like we're going to die. But he doesn't. He never takes any like vodka Gatorade, even though they offered it to him. And then um, someone, he was like, someone was like passed him a CD case from the back seat and had a line of Coke on it. And he blew a line of cocaine off the CD case and was like, Tessa, hold the wheel. I was like, what the fuck? So I like, oh. yeah, we're going like 75 miles per hour on the turnpike. And I'm like, this, my date is blowing a <laughs> line of Coke. My off, sweet pea. <laughs> off a Radiohead CD. I was like, oh, okay, really? wow. Um, <laughs> so then I realized like, okay, this is like the level that I have to get on. Like, we're going to party. And I'm not like doing blow or like drinking yet. I'm like, okay, like, cool. Like, we'll get there. So we get there and everyone had already been in like this big, African safari themed suite for like hours and they were wasted there was like there was so much alcohol there I've never seen that much alcohol it was like you could have made a fort out of like cases of beer and like handles of rum everyone's drinking rum so I'm like all right I'm not I don't I'm not gonna do blow but like I will like do some shots like let's get really fucked up 
And I did like probably like eight shots of rum in like a half an hour. And they were like, yeah, the park's closing in like an hour and a half. We got there kind of late. So they're like, you got to get like, everyone's got to catch up. So I was like smoking blunts and like, you know how when you're like, you're smoking with like a bunch of people and they just keep passing it to you. It was like, it was like, I had like nine blunts in my face and I just felt like fucking Tara Reed, like driving down the wrong side of the highway. So I was like very, very fucked up. (laughs) So I'm like pretty wasted already. And like super stoned, which is just like not a good mix. And we go into the water park and the whole group like goes to get to this part where there's like, I don't know, like advanced water slides. You know what I mean? Like, so <laughs> the black diamond. Yeah. Like the restricted <laughs> section in Harry Potter library, you know, where they're like, you can you can't go on these. The only thing that separates those water slides from regular water slides is that there's a lifeguard that sits at the bottom of those and goes, before you walk up the stairs, he just asks you, are you a confident swimmer? And all you have to do is say yes. That's all you have to do. It's like the honor system. They don't. It's like the honor system. So everyone's like going in front of me, like going up these big water slides. Apparently there's like six feet of water at the end of the slide, which is why you have to know how to swim. So everyone's like going in front of me and I'm like the last person to go up and they they get to me and this like 16 year old like pimply kid is just like, all right, are you a confident swimmer? And I was like, um, yeah. (laughs) And he's just like, uh, no, you can't like, you cannot go on the water slides. Like you're not allowed. Because you hesitated. Yeah. (laughs) Um, because I hesitated. He's like, legally, we are not allowed to like let you go. And I'm like, okay, fine. Like that's okay. So everyone goes on these water slides for like an hour without me. I'm like in the lazy river, like drinking daiquiris. Like they don't card you, but apparently you can't go on a water slide if you say you can't swim. So I'm like, you could drink underage for sure, but you can't go on water slides. Um, So I'm like wasting on daiquiris. I'm starting to just feel like super, super confident. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to waste this trip. Like sitting here in the lazy river at the swim up bar by myself drinking daiquiris. Like I'm going to go. I'm like this kid. That kid that said no to me, he's 16. Like, I'm not going to let him push me around. So I, like, developed this very drunken plan in my head where I'm like, I'm just going to lie to him and, like, just go charm him. So I go up to the same kid, and I'm just like, oh, and by the way, he had – I tried to go up the other water slides, and he had, like, radioed the other lifeguards. He was like, there's a girl in a Rastafarian print bikini, and she can't swim. And I was like, yeah, no, I can't. But he, like, blackballed me at Kalahari. I'm like, this little fucking twerp. So I'm like, no way am I going to let this kid ruin my trip. The park was almost closing. So I'm like, I just want to go down one water slide. I'm so wasted. I'm very confident that I can convince him and swim. So I go up to him and I'm just like, hey, remember me like from before? Remember I said I couldn't swim? How funny was that? <laughs> and he's like, no. He's like, you're not. He's like, by law, if you seem at all hesitant, like we're not. I'm like, okay, you're not going to tell me the law, sir. Um, so I'm like, listen, here's the thing. You don't know this about me, but when I said that before, like that was a joke because I, everyone that I'm with, they all know it was a joke because I'm actually known in my hometown as like one of the best swimmers to ever come out of North Royalton high school. We didn't even have a swim team. So I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God, I was so, so good. And I started just rattling off like swimming stat times, like facts. Like I did like a 54 second open 400 water butterfly. Just like going, I, I don't know where this came from. I just started rattling off. I was like, I was so good. I used to train in the off season with Michael Phelps. And I was like, looking at this kid, just like, there's no way this is going to work. And this kid like pauses for a minute. And he was like, you know, Michael Phelps. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I totally do. I was like, I can give him, I will give you his cell phone number. I was like, seriously, I'm such a good swimmer. That was like, obviously a joke. He was like, I had no idea. Like, I'm so sorry. And he just lets me go, which was like my death wish. So I'm like, go, I go up the stairs to go down this like crazy water slide where there's eight feet of water at the bottom of the slide. 
And I'm like obviously hammered out of my mind and super fucked up, but like confident that I'm gonna like really make an appearance. And the park was closing, so everyone was kind of leaving. And all the people in my group, because I had not been able to go down the slide before, were like at the bottom of the pool, just like lining it. There's like 20 of his friends, like lining it, just like chanting, like, like, so they're super excited. I finally get to go down the slide. So I'm like, oh shit, like I'm about to like, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea what I was about to do. So as soon as I jump into the slide, oh, side, side note, um, the slide was called the toilet bowl. So what happens, <laughs> what happens is you go down this like really long tubey and it mixes you up all crazy and then it spits you out like a literal toilet bowl into eight feet of water. So that's why you have to be able to swim because you're all like discombobulated and then you get dropped into a pool where you like can't touch the bottom. So you have to be able to swim, right? So I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, like the stage is set, I'm going, like I'm doing this, I'm in my Rasta bikini and I jump down the slide and the first thing that happened was I sucked in like so much water like immediately realized oh I have to I have to plug my nose I'm that person so like I breathed all this water and started just like thrashing around like full-blown panicking so I'm like freaking out I immediately feel one of my tits pop out I'm just like oh this is a bikini from Target like of course it's not made for like 60 miles per hour water slides so I'm like pretty much having a panic attack like thrashing around can't breathe out of my nose I know that I'm exposed I'm just like I'm at one point it's like twisting you around so much that it was like flying up and it was like on my face like my bikini top was inside out like on my face like blocking my vision blocking my nose I can't breathe I'm freaking out and I just know that I'm about to get dumped like into a toilet bowl so I'm like oh my god this is the this is I'm gonna die at fucking Kalahari in a $19 bathing suit on a third date with like a fucking plumber's apprentice like I'm gonna kill if I don't die from this I will kill myself like I'm so depressed that this is my life so I'm like, I get to the bottom slide. It's a really long slide. I'm thrashing around. Everyone's still at the bottom, like waiting for me to get down. Probably just horrified. <laughs> Parts of it were a tube too, so they couldn't see me. So I'm like coming in and out of like vision. Just like when I'm inside, just like thrashing. And then when I come out, just like, I'm having a great time. Um, so I get to the toilet bowl part and it spins you around like super, super fast. It's like one of those carnival rides where you like, you're up against the wall, but it's like wet. So you're like in a toilet. It literally spins you around like a toilet. And I was thrashing so hard that I banged my head. So like I hit my head on this like porcelain human toilet bowl and I just felt myself like like about to like black out. I was like, oh my God, like I'm gonna black out. And I went head first, like on my back, head first into the water like that. And I was just like, oh my God. And I don't, I literally came to, like I started like thrashing around, but I came to being pulled out of the water by these very hunky lifeguards who weirdly wouldn't return my phone calls after that. Um, so they pulled me out of the water and like my boobs are out like my head is like bleeding. Uh, I'm like totally just completely discombobulated. There's all these people watching. So all my friends were down there or all his friends were down there like chanting my name. And there's all these people like, what are these people watching? So there's like families like what's going on here? And then they see me pull me out like a fucking like, just like incredibly drunk mermaid. Like they pull me out, my boobs are out. And then I sit up and as like soon as I could sit up, I just vomited all over myself. Like it was like, red i remember I, I must have been chasing shots with gatorade I, that sounds very familiar but yeah i i vomited like all over myself like on my naked <laughs> my naked body just like barfing and they had to drain the pool uh, and i got i got asked to never come back to kalahari yeah they, they were like you have to leave our whole group got kicked out in the middle of the night everyone was wasted uh and i got i got asked to never come back Wait, where did you go? Um, we went home. I don't know how we, I don't know who drove. I don't, I truly, it's not surprising that I can't remember, but I don't know who drove that car, but everyone was pissed. 
They were like pissed. And I mean, to be fair, they had been smoking so much weed in this suite and you're not allowed to smoke at all there. So like we probably would have gotten kicked out at some point, but we got asked to leave like immediately. <laughs> and you want to know what's crazy? What? Is that was my third date with this guy. He saw that, must have thought like, whoa, a catch. He dated me for two years after that. <laughs> two years after that. <laughs> um, have you ever been been back? I've not to Colorado. Oh, okay. I, honestly, you, do you take it seriously? Or? I don't want to go. Like I definitely <laughs> don't want to go back, but I don't take it that seriously. <laughs> I also, for the listeners, I really wish. Um, I wish this wasn't a podcast and you could have seen all of the like wild gesturing you were doing. <laughs> that was really tickling me when you were throwing your hands around. Yeah, I was thrashing. I was like really uh, pretty sure that was going to be the end of my life. <laughs> this is so funny. Yeah, it was fun. I, I will never forget what that bikini looks like. It's like seared into my mind just because I feel like I saw it like and it just like covers my face. And I'm like, oh, well, that means people can see my boobs, which, you know, good for them. But... Yeah, I don't know if that's as gross as some stories I've heard on your podcast. That's but disgusting. It's not cute. I mean, <laughs> I love that they had to drain the pool, though. I'm like, that's why I got kicked out. That, that's expensive. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> think of how many gallons of water. <laughs> it's, that pool, That should be an illegal operation. They but shouldn't also, be allowed to have it that it feels there. like they should just stir it in. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it was red. It was People like... People were peeing in there anyways. It you was know, like... What's the difference? It, there was chunks. I don't know what I'd eat. But it made was, a big bowl of Tessa soup. It was so gross. <laughs> that's what that's called. Ugh, I honestly don't know the last time. I, I don't think I drank rum after that. It was. Like, I also had a bad experience with rum. It was Captain Morgan when I was nineteen. Unfortunately, this was not even Captain Morgan. It's fucking um, Admiral Nelson. Oh boy, which is the off-brand Definitely. version. Oh, yeah, clearly, but yeah, like spiced rum, and it was Halloween. Ugh. My first Halloween in Madison, and like everyone goes like cr- fucking crazy. <clears throat> in Madison, and um, I don't know why, but that's what, somebody had a big handle of it, a home wrecker. Some people uh, refer to that amount of liquor as, because um, it will ruin your life in your home. And um, <laughs> yeah, we were like doing shots of it, and I d- I didn't throw up or anything, but I just remember the next day like waking up and almost throwing up and staring into the toilet, and one of like because like like I was I was at my boyfriend's house, so like. His his friends from like high school or whatever they were there too, and one of them had like hawked this big loogie in the toilet, and I was like staring at it and like dry heaving <laughs> in the morning, and Don't I couldn't find out. my underwear. I had thrown them off in the heat of of passion, and so then the next day, and I was like wearing some dumb costume, so I had this kind of short dress on, and then didn't have any underwear, so I had to wear my boyfriend's underwear home and the underwear were longer than the dress <laughs> so i was like walking home with with boxer briefs sticking out past my i love that look i was very ill <laughs> i think that look is coming back honestly i saw bike yeah. shorts are back so i believe anything's possible i saw that too and i'm not sure i i, oh, I already ordered it? a pair i think i'm about to get real into it real into bike shorts <laughs> live show we put out slips of paper for the audience to write down their own disgusting ladylike stories and these are (laughs) these are some of those stories um so okay i will start 
<sighs> I was on a road trip with my best friend. We stopped in Memphis and got to know the town. The night took a turn when I face-planted in front of the bar entrance, uh, giving myself a black eye and cutting my eye socket open. Oh. Um, I was denied entrance, so we walked back to our hotel, uh, which was right by a tattoo parlor. Uh, I proceeded to get a 12-inch by 4-inch tattoo on my torso. When I woke up the next morning, I was in a strange room with a bandage on my side. I thought my kidney had been stolen. Mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised by the Virgin Mary tattoo. <laughs> Holy shit. Memphis, baby. I thought legally they were not allowed to tattoo you if you were that wasted. I feel like that's how they make money, though. You think? They I have no it? idea what the law is, but I feel like that's how they would probably lose a lot of business. That'd be like saying, like, you're not allowed to buy shots after a drunk person. At, like, to a, like, if you're drunk. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you shouldn't do that, of course. But we need to make some money. Um, when Sam was on the podcast, she was telling me that you're not allowed to buy two shots for yourself. Yeah, she would know that. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> um, I was like, I had no idea. She said she, like, ripped two and when she was at Kohl's, and he was like, wait, did you just drink those? And she yeah, was like, you're ah. probably not supposed to. <laughs> like, I mean, it seems very unpoliceable, though, but... Yeah, totally. Anyways. Well, how about Memphis? Oh, I'm reading. I'm mm-hmm. reading this. I'm like, how, how about Memphis? Um, <laughs> this is short and so sweet. Um, I dug out a tampon after losing a clove of garlic in my vagina attached to floss. <laughs> so there was a tampon in the vagina... Before yeah. the clove of garlic was. This does take. This kind of takes a little decoding, but I think what happened is they forgot the tampon mm-hmm. in there. It gave them a yeast infection. Yep. And then, in the process of trying to get rid of the yeast infection, the natural way with a clove of garlic, which is something apparently you could do. I've never done it. Have you? No. Apparently, you could just shove it up there, and <laughs> I never thought about getting it out though. So I get the I get floss. why the floss came into it, but I, when I like considered doing it one time because I had a bad use of fiction, I never thought about it. I like that it says I dug the tampon. Yeah, <laughs> it's, not, it's like you excavated it. Um, it's my like, friend said she did the garlic trick and she could taste it in her mouth. That makes sense. I mean, that makes sense. Like when you do anything like topically or like it's gonna still it's gonna be absorbed. Like yeah. you put a suppository and it's absorbed into your body. That's crazy. Um, okay. I was... Okay, this is another... Yeah, this is another big story. Um, I was dating this guy. It was New Year's. I stayed over at his place and woke up at 5 a.m. to shit. Ended up clogging the toilet. I didn't even particularly shit that much, or intensely. (laughs) But it was an old 1950s Chicago toilet and was no match for these Chicago buns. I ended up bringing in the New Year shoveling my own poo off the floor back into the toilet as it overflowed and then scrubbing the floors uh from 5 to 6 a.m i've been dating i've been dating for uh i've been dating him for four months now and he still has no idea i covered his bathroom and shit i kind of hope we get married so i can tell this cute story at our wedding and then promptly divorce because he is so disgusted (laughs) wow romance that's a that's a that's disgusting. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Christ! I just dropped kicked my lacrosse <laughs> while it was in my hand. That was amazing. Okay, here's one that okay. Just here we go. 
Um, my friend ate out a girl and wanted to make it interesting. So he ate Skittles out of her pussy. Ugh. As he was eating them out, he felt some bumps and some things popped. Oh, he felt some bumps and some things popped. Yikes. And when he turned on the light, he found out the girl had herpes. This one, this sounds like a... Totally made up. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck wants to put... First of all, love that he wanted to make pussy eating more interesting. Because so, most men are so good at it. It's like, they're like, I just have to make this harder. <laughs> you know, I would love for there to be, like, concessions and They're like, what's the next level? Have I reached it? <laughs> Skittles. You wanted to put Skittles... It's also like sugar. You, you don't have to multitask. You shouldn't be shoving sugar into your vagina. If a man yeah, ever even told I me know that he wanted to put Skittle, anything like if you want to eat anything out of my vagina, it's like you need to focus on the task at hand. Like you don't need to multitask. There's no you don't need a snack. Well, let me eat <laughs> Skittles while you eat me out. Like that seems fine. Like That's I'm just snack. Put a piece of string cheese in there. <laughs> baby carrots or something. Yeah, he gets baby, tired. Baby carrots. <laughs> Um, okay. What, um, oh, this one is, one time I went on a date with a dude who was really, who was trying really hard to connect on Disney movies and pop stars from the 90s. When we went back to my place to fuck, I put on Britney Spears' Pandora and he wouldn't stop singing along while we had sex. (laughs) Wow. That's disgusting. (laughs) I can't even, when people, if I'm going to do with someone and they're, like, singing in public, I am, like, so mortified, and, but if you don't know them very well, you can't be like, shut the fuck up, like, what's the matter, but to do it while someone is, while they're inside of you is, like, so rude. That's horrifying. <laughs> and, like, I mean, I love a man that loves Britney Spears, but, like, you don't want that. There's a time and a place. You don't want it while you're I don't, yeah, you shouldn't be singing anything while you're having sex, I don't think. Ugh, yeah, that's disgusting. Except for... Except for the national anthem. That's the only one. <laughs> and you do it at the beginning. Yeah, everyone sits. <laughs> yeah, you take your hat off and you <laughs> sing it. <laughs> That's right. Um, okay, this one. Um, okay. After I masturbated, I blew my nose. Then I used the tissue to clean myself up. <laughs> then I had to blow my nose again. No, no. And I just used the same tissue. <laughs> Just a corner, I swear. It's like, why are we going to believe you at the end of that? Like, well, you're not, no one believes that that was just a corner. You blew your nose into a cum rack. That's disgusting. Um, okay, I have one more. I once, I once ripped ass on the train, and everyone, <laughs> and everyone within a three-foot radius pulled a face. The woman next to me covered her nose with a scarf. <laughs> Everyone was looking around for the culprit, and I got off the train ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's good. That's it's like fun. it's not like that bad, but it is like completely horrifying. You know? Yeah. You're <laughs> like, everyone like, knows this happened. Yeah. There's nothing like a good fart to just get people to cover their faces. <laughs> okay, I saved my favorite one for last because I think this is really funny. Every time I go to Jenny's Ice Cream, which if you don't know Jenny's Ice Cream, it's great. Mm -hmm. Uh, Every time I go to Jenny's Ice Cream, I get a cone to go, and I eat it as I walk home. By the time I'm on my block, I have to shit. (laughs) There have been three separate times that I've had to finish my ice cream on the toilet. (laughs) 
because it destroyed me so fast. It's worth it every time. I love that. There's something so pure about that. Yeah. It's like the circle of life. You're like, yeah. this circle is moving quickly. There's a, there's a price to be paid for things that are fun and good. I also like that it says I had to finish my ice cream on the toilet. <laughs> it's like, you know you could do other things with an ice cream cone than eat it on the toilet. Like, <laughs> no. You definitely have choices. Because if you freeze it again, it'll be weird. You know, the texture will You're be You're on TV on the toilet. Oh, yeah. I, I would definitely. All the time. That would be I the do last. everything on the toilet. Oh, God. Because I don't have time to waste just peeing. You know, I, I brush my teeth. Sure. I um, look at Instagram. Well, yeah, that's the, that's what you do. <laughs> Anything but being alone with my thoughts on the what toilet. Did, what did we used to do on the toilet before phones? Books. Like, yeah, like books. And before that? What's before? Well, books? before that, they were shitting out in the woods, and so they had to, they had to be on alert because a wolf could eat them. I mean, you could, like... That's just history for you. freeze. <laughs> like, you could freeze to death having to go take a poop. Uh-huh, yeah. When I was little, I had this piggy bank that looked like an outhouse. I don't know why I thought it was, like, the cutest thing in the world. I <laughs> used to fill it up with little pennies, uh, break them open. It was a really weird thing to make it. <laughs> it was an outhouse. My grandma gave it to me. And then I would break it open every, like, year and be like, I'm going to go buy as much many pogs as this can buy me. <laughs> and I would spend all my quarters on pogs. Okay, I don't know what a pog is. You don't know what pogs are? Well, I always get them confused with piddlywinks. I don't know how that's possible, but they're like... <laughs> I know what a piddlywink is. I don't even know if so I know. So what's a pog? A pog is like a little like cardboard disc that has like a picture on it, and they could, they do all different kinds. It's basically like a sticker on a little piece of cardboard. It's what like a cardboard disc. It? Oh, nothing. Don't worry. Um, no... <laughs> So you Wait, could, literally you, nothing? Okay, so you co- collect the pogs because they would have, like, every movie you've ever loved and cartoons and trucks and flat. I mean, any, literally like, anything you could think of. They put on a pog, and I think they're, I'm pretty sure they're double-sided, so they have the same picture on both sides. And then you'd have someone as a slammer, which is, like, a 50-cent piece size, like, thicker piece of kind of, like, metal or plastic. And you put the pogs... Oh, no, the pogs were only one-sided because this is how you played. You put your pogs down on the... T- oh, sorry. On the table, you put your pogs down... Then you take the slammer, which is, like, the thick one, and you kind of, like, push it on the edge of the pod. Oh, you flip them over. And you have to try to, like, flip them, and I honestly can't okay, remember. Okay, so they are kind of, like, piddlywinks. I can't remember how you win pogs, but I know that I used to lose, I used to lose mine all, like, all Would the you, time. Like, if you win, you, you get them? We have to say, are you playing for keeps? Wow. So I used to play for keeps, which I think was, like, my first foray into gambling. Never. I was going to say, I, that, I would be too much of a pussy to, to bet even a little too I used to buy... Bar all these pogs and I would lose them out. I was like a gambling addict at eight years old. I was spending all my money on pogs and we would play at the movie store by my house or the, or the like the, it wasn't even a blockbuster. It's like a family video or something. Played pogs, lose it all. Yeah, I was too much of a pussy to bet anything and I still am to this day. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that means you don't have a gambling addiction. Good for you. It's fine, I'm addicted to everything else, so. Perfect. <laughs> Our live story is from Sarah Sherman. Sarah is a producer of this show as well as Helldrop Nightmare. And this, uh, when she was on the podcast a while back, she sort of mentioned the story. And so this is this is the full Jackass story, uh, which she told live in January of 2019. Here's Sarah Sherman. So the story I'm going to tell 
is uh, just it's more it's a psycho it's a psychic terror nightmare. Uh, and I am already blacking out thinking about it. And uh, maybe you will too. And please feel bad for me. Don't laugh. No, just kidding. Just cry. Um, if anyone cries at me, you won't. But I am, and I'm already sweating and having a panic attack, and I'm shaking thinking about it. Here's the thing. So I'm on picture it me walking around. Can you believe it? Me walking around? I know. I know. I should be carried. Um, anyway, I am very weak, so it's sort of hard for me to ambulate. So, um, ambulate? Somebody look that up. Okay. <laughs> I'm blacking in and out of consciousness as we speak. I actually can't breathe, and my heart rate is... Can you hear that? Oh, also, look, I'm shaking. Um, so I'm walking around and there's this like red, and all of a sudden I notice there's a red spot on my shirt. I'm like, hmm, interesting. Don't remember having barbecue anyone during the day, but no, cool. Totally, hundred percent. I'm addicted to that. And then uh, walking around, walking around. Can you believe it? No, you can't. And I'm walking around and then there's more red spots on my shirt. Actually, the spots are getting bigger. I'm like, really interesting. Did I have barbecue ribs? Did I have pulled pork? Did it slide down my face? Don't remember. Um, walking around, walking around. You guys are laughing. I'm having panic attack. Um. <laughs> And then I take off my shirt, the red stain is coming from inside my bra, the blood is coming from inside the bra, and the call is coming from inside my boob. So I, <laughs> I take off my bra and one of my nipples is completely gushing blood. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys are bruised out, come on, you saw everything tonight, please. Uh, Gushing. Uh, so I'm like, awesome. This is actually my favorite thing that's ever, ha ever happened to me. I'm crying, crying, crying. Of course, my first thought is, I'm a Jew from Long Island. Any Jews from Long Island here? Cool. Uh, <laughs> Jews from Long Island, I don't know if you guys are know, uh, know this, are addicted to getting breast cancer. We get it every single day. Uh, Jews from Long Island have like the highest percentage of breast cancer rates in the country because God is trying to kill us still. Um, just kidding. God doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> Just kidding, God is me. Uh, why so serious? <laughs> okay. uh, and, and I was like, there's just like a history of Jews getting breast cancer. I'm freaking out and I'm like, I don't even have big, if I had big bazongas, then sure, cancer me up, maybe, I get it. But just like little tiny, hard, rocky, lumpy titties? No, come on. If I had big bazonga ugas, come on. If I had big polywana crackers, I would've loved it. Anyway. So I'm crying, crying, crying. I go to urgent care. They're like, you ha hospital. And I'm like, I know. So then they send me to... Oh my God. Once you get doctors talking about hospitals, they're like, I'll shut up. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, we got it. You were addicted to the hospital. Um, and then I got sent to the cancer ward of the hospital. They're like, for sure cancer. I mean, come on. Hello, do you see the stuff? And I'm like, I know. And they're like, what you have to do, I'm crying. Meanwhile, I'm crying, crying, crying. Uh, they're like, it's, it's going to be okay. You have to call your mom and ask her if you have this recessive gene called the BRCA gene, which means that you have like a high percentage of getting breast cancer in your family. Uh, and you would have gotten it from your mom. And I'm like, oh, really interesting that you should say that. I can't call my mom because her dad died two days ago and I really don't want to worry her. And they're like, actually, uh, your life is in the hands of your mom uh, finding out about this. And I was like, okay, awesome. <laughs> so I call my mom and I'm like, I'm really, really, really sorry. I'm really, really sorry that I have to do this. But I just, don't worry, don't freak out, whatever. Do I have this cancer thing? And she's in mourning. <laughs> my mom, 
in mourning, don't you love? Um, fully in mourning, she was like, okay, uh, we don't have this gene, but like, you're gonna be okay, you're young, like young people and cancer are cool, everything's chill about that. Um, you know, we can do this, and I'm crying, and everyone's crying, and she's crying, I'm crying, I'm like, I'm really, really sorry, I didn't mean to do this while your dad's dead, and blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden she goes, wait. <laughs> She, um, <laughs> she goes, Sarah, have you been um, watching Jackass again? And then I sort of, I didn't remember that I had, <laughs> I was watching Jackass again. And, and that, uh, Two days before, I actually had asked my friend to punch me in the tit as hard as he could. <laughs> and let me get this, okay, so here's the thing. I was putting on Jackass again because Trump just got elected and every, and okay, wait, explain, okay. Uh, uh, Trump had just gotten elected and nothing was funny. Nothing, the only thing that was funny is, sorry, I hate to break it to you, Jackass, because it was just like, I needed to see, like, oh, everyone's like, oh, he's he orange and he's got little hands and I'm like, I can't even engage with that behavior. And I was like really desperate to see like white men destroy the same white male bodies that got us there in the first place. And also I was sort of going on this like insane mental unraveling where I was like, actually I'm gonna go to grad school and write a dissertation about um, actually how Jackass is actually really radical body performance art. And, uh, <laughs> Actually, when Dave England sticks things up his butthole, he's actually demystifying the butthole and sort of <laughs> like he's sort of unpacking his own homophobia in that way. And uh, and we're seeing it through a, a fisheye lens. Do you know what I mean? And how do we unpack that composition? And um, it's gay culture. And so I had this big, <laughs> I had this big idea. I was like, okay, I'm actually gonna queer the narrative of Jackass. I'm actually gonna make Jack. Okay, you guys are cheating, but please don't. I'm actually stupid. So. <laughs> I'm actually gonna queer the narrative of Jackass, and I'm gonna start Jackass just for girls. And I was gonna and uh, oh, Jackass Live was coming to Chicago that week, and I was like, okay, here's the deal. It was the B-level cast. It was Chris Pontius, who's my number one series I'm addicted to. While uh, Party Boy himself, okay, we'll talk about. And I was like, Chris Pontius, artist. Interesting that I would say that. Um, Chris Pontius, Wee Man, Preston, and Dave England were all coming to the Bottom Lounge. And I was like, okay, this is the thing. I'm gonna play this huge stunt. I'm gonna bring 12 of my friends. I'm gonna make this enormous paper mache boob. I'm gonna hand paint it. I'm gonna hand paint a very detailed nipple with little nipple hairs. And there's this huge paper mache prop with pulleys and levers. And uh, I'm gonna wear this paper mache boob with pulleys and levers. It was full of fake blood. It took me 12 hours to construct. And I'm gonna get Chris Pontius to punch me in the tit, pump, 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 explode blood. And then cool video jackass just for girls. Um, so I spent, and then I built this thing, and then I practiced, I had the boob, and I had my friend practice punching me with it, and he punched me really hard, ow, and so that's how I ended up in the hospital, ha ha ha. Anyway, fast forward to Jackass meet and greet, uh, I'm in a line of psychopaths, by the way. <laughs> 14 year old boys all wearing Monster Energy t-shirts. Off, and I was like, honestly, he's still doing like queer performance art right now. <laughs> Insane. And then I get there and I'm like, okay, I just uh really interesting. I'm like, shit. I'm like, I just, and I'm like, I just really, I want to put this video. Like, 
<laughs> and they just talked to psychopaths all day. They did not want to talk to me. And I was like, I'm gonna do the thing. And they were like, uh, no, seriously, like, uh, and I, uh, they were like, seriously, like, girls actually, like, they, they're not boobs. They're called mammary glands. Chris Pontius said this to me. He was jacked up on uh, morphine. I don't know what he was on. He was saying crazy things. And, like, my friend was like, oh, Sarah's cool. She makes art with her pubes. I don't know why he said this. Whatever. <laughs> And then Chris Pontius was like, girls don't even have pubes. And then I was like, awesome, no, awesome, you're still doing really important radical work in politic and the body politic. Um, insane! Um, and then he's, I was like, I'm a stand-up. And he's like, you're a stripper. And I was like, why are you doing this to me? And then he wouldn't punch me. And he's like, we can't punch women now, but seriously, one day we're going to be punching girls left and right. And I was like, you're making it so hard for me to love you. Uh, so he didn't punch me, and I ended up in the hospital with an unpaid $1,000 medical bill that I still haven't paid for nothing because he wouldn't punch me. And uh, don't mean your heroes. Thank you so much. Bye. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Tessa Orzek. You can come find me in this city. At Jenny's Ice Cream and at um, Camp Comedy Show, which is a show, Camp a Comedy Show is the name of my show. I know what the name is. It's called Camp a Comedy Show. It's every Monday at the Village Tap in Roscoe Village. It's like an outside summer camp themed show in the summer. It's pretty fun. Pretty fun. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me. If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. Our live show is produced by Carly Ballerini, Allison Dunn, Sarah Sherman, and myself. The theme song is performed by Natalie Grace Alford. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at LadylikeChicago, and to subscribe and rate this podcast, and we'll see you next week.